Welcome to the Wesley Chapel worship experience at Wesley Chapel, Deep River Community, Lake City, South Carolina. We welcome you and invite you to settle in and experience all that God has for you. I understand there are very few announcements this week. We are geared up and Holy Ghost filled about the idea of being back in our fellowship hall on the third Sunday. Uh, worship service at 11.30. We're also looking forward to you participating in online Sunday school, Wednesday morning early Bible study, and then again on Wednesday evening for our Wednesday 6.30 to 7.30 Bible study. Right now we're dealing with Through the Eyes of Color. We invite you to continue to give to Wesley Chapel, give to the best of your ability. Our givings have stabled out, but we still need you, ma'am and sure, to do your part in building up the kingdom of God. Thank you once again for joining the Wesley Chapel Worship Experience.
welcome to our sermonic message for this Sunday. Listen for, for our text coming from Matthew, the 21st chapter, verses 33 through 46. Listen to another parable. There was a landlord who planted a vineyard put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to some tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his product. But the tenants seized the slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned another. Again, he sent other slaves more than the first. And they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those wretches to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him produce at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scripture the song that the builder rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that produces the fruit of the kingdom. The one who falls on this stone will be broken into pieces, and it will crush anyone whom it falls. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parable, they realized he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowd because they regarded him as a prophet. Thus has been the reading of Matthew, the 21 chapter, verses 33 through 46 of the New Revised Standard Version. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. God, our eternal protector, keep and watch over us. Help us to do those things necessary to be the God understandings of how to use and walk in your word. Teach, preach, and speak to us that heaven may be our final home, but earth may be thy kingdom. In my matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen and amen.
indeed speak. You know, World Communion Sunday offers a congregation a distinctive opportunity to experience Holy Communion in the context of a global community of faith. This year, for many of us, our community of faith seems to be broken. We have had the experience of fellowship in a new and unusual ways. The first Sunday in October is normally a time when Christians in every culture break bread and pour the cup to remember and affirm Christ as head of the church. One, on that day, they, they all over the world remember they are part of the whole body of believers. Rather shared in grand cathedrals or mud huts or outside on hilltops or in cemeteries, in meeting house, on storefronts, in parking lots uh, this year. Christians celebrate the communion liturgy as many ways as there are congregation. World communion can be both profound and a time of learning. Many of us in years past have taken the act of breaking the bread and receiving the cup for granted. Very much like the renters in the text. Very much like the tenants in the parable that Jesus told we are so comfortable with the, 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 the prosperity God has given us. But many times we choose not to have any produce. At harvest time, Jesus told his story to point out that many times persons give the best land. The, the, the folks were, were, who owned the land, the landowner has planted a vineyard, has put a fence around it, has dug a wine press in it, and, and built a watchtower. And, and, in other words, folk, the folks have been given divine opportunities. Given riches already developed and in place. With prepared protection, vital resources, pre-built structures, yet they refuse and refuse to produce fruit. This year, alongside this first week of October being World Communion Sunday, it also seems to be the launch of early and absentee voting in South Carolina. In many other places. It, it brings to mind a, a, a small writing in title to the colored men of voting age in southern states. Subtitled, What Colored Men Should Do to Vote. A pamphlet from the 1900s. It states in its forerunner, a uh, a terrible and bloody civil war freed enslaved slaves. The 14th Amendment of the Constitution in 1868 granted African Americans the rights of citizenship. However, this did not take away and did not always translate into the ability to vote. Black voters were systematically turned away from polling places. To combat this problem, Congress passed the 15th Amendment. In 1870, it says, The right 
of citizens of the United States shall be, shall be upstanding and shall not be denied or bridge by the United States or any state on account of race, color, or previous conditions of servitude. Yet, states still found ways to circumvent the Constitution and prevent, blokes from, prevent blacks from voting. Poll taxes and literary taxes, fraud, intimidation, all turned African Americans away from the poll. The fight for African American suffrage raged on for decades. In the 1930s, one Georgia man described the situation this way. Do you know I've never voted in my life, never been able to exercise my right as a citizen because of the poll taxes? I can't pay toll taxes, can't have a voice in my own government. Demonstrators marched in the streets holding signs during the March on Washington in 1963. Many brave and impassioned Americans protested. Marches were arrested, even died working towards voting equality. In 1963 and in 1964, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. brought hundreds of black people to the courthouse in Selma, Alabama to register. When they were turned away, Dr. King organized and led protesters that finally turned the tide of American politics. Finally made a way for blacks in America to vote. To produce the fruit, hear me now, of democracy and vote. Yet President Donald Trump at a Grand Rapids, Michigan post-election rally Thank black voters who did not vote. And I quote, The African American community was great to us, he said. If they had any doubt, they didn't vote. And he continued, This was almost as good as if they had voted for me. Following the president's last election, the reporter Sabrina Travers interviewed various black men and women in black Milwaukee neighborhoods, many of whom choose not to vote, that narrowly awarded its 10 electoral votes to Trump. The reporter described the location that mirrors a lot of such places across the country, one where both the majority party candidates left black voters unexcited and were politically disillusioned. Much like the vacant and boarded up houses many of us see in our own neighborhoods. One man she remarks. One man she remarks. His name was Cedric Fleming. He's 47 years old. 47 year old barber. Lost his health insurance after his divorce. He struggled to find a replacement fan and finally settled on a $300 a month affordable care offering. The plan was just cost too much. Leaving him frustrated and disenchanted with the government, he says he now refuses to vote. Many can relate. Cedric said, ain't none of this been working. 
He remarked for referring to the pocketbook politics in general. He said, I did not vote. The black population is littered with Cedric Flemings. People like Fleming heard those same concerns and nevertheless on election day, last election, they stayed home. Did non-voters worry about the people when they chose not to vote? Those who didn't vote failed to be their brother's keeper. They need to get it together. They failed to be responsible tenants or responsible renters. They failed to produce harvest for the blood, the sweat, the tears their forefathers and mothers marched and died for. But there is still hope. And I want to leave you today with three tips for tenant slats renters and maybe inspire some non-voters this year, this World Communion Sunday, to become good tenants, good runners. Three, three main points and I'll let you go home. Number one, if you're going to vote, you need to review the lease. You need to know the rules of agreement. Know what you signed up for carefully. Be ready for the conditions of tenancy. Before you sign on the dotted line, you, 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 your lease, your rental agreement may sometime contain provisions that you might find unacceptable. For example, in some rental agreements, there, there's stuff against guests, our pets, our design alterations, our running a home business. Don't blame the landowner if you don't know the produce that you're responsible for. President Barack Obama said some Saturday nights ago, he'll take it personal insult if African Americans in the community and in the country don't turn and vote in the presidential election. We got to do certain things to be citizens. You got to know what you signed up to be, to be a citizen in this country. Number two, you got to demand repairs. If stuff is torn up, you don't just sit around and let it remain torn up. You do something about it. And many of us are missing the opportunity of demanding repairs. When, when, when you're living in a house and the water isn't working, you don't just keep renting and water isn't working. If, you, if you're a renter, you contact the landlord. And many of us are going through this country like we don't have a landlord. Like there's nobody we can reach out to. We allow folk to get in office and then we turn our back and pretend like they're going to do the best thing for us even when we don't tell them what we need. But if you're going to be a good renter, if you're going to be a good tenant, you better demand repairs when things break down. Number three, number three, you need to protect your security deposit. Hello, somebody. When you have put in, you need to make sure that when it's all said and done, you get out. I think many of us have missed the opportunity. We, we've been bleeding and sweating and working, but we don't want to take care of our security deposit. You know, security deposit, that's a real thing. Many times before you move in, I know when we moved into our current situation, we had to put down one first month and last month. 
Rent was about $1,600, so that's $3,200 before you move in. And if you take care of the property, you get half of that out. When you move out, hello somebody. If you're going to invest in something, then you should at least have the dignity to try to keep it neat and in order and in safe working condition. So when you have to move out, you can at least get what you put in. Let me bring it home. I'll let you go about your day after I tell you this. Matthew in the 21st chapter, 33rd verse through the 46th verse. What Jesus was saying was God has given humanity everything you need to produce, to bear product, to bear fruit in the kingdom of God. What I hear in the text is God has given you everything, black people. God has given you, America, everything you need to vote. So instead of doing like they did in the Old Testament Bible and the New Testament Bible and killing all the prophets that spoke and taught about justice, love, and righteousness, instead of reaching down and, and killing the owner's son, Jesus, when, when, you, when you see him coming at harvest time, what you need to do at harvest time is bear fruit. Do you hear me? Bear fruit. Do you hear me? Bring in the harvest. Instead of trying to persecute folk that are trying to help you, bring in the harvest. Instead of trying to, to, to talk down and, and, and tell how bad folk are, bring in the harvest. We need to produce harvest fruit. We need to produce harvest fruit. When election time comes, we need to vote. Oh, I hope you hear me, church. We need to vote, and we need it more now than we ever have needed it.